Hey guys, Graham here. It's Friday, which means we get to share with you another one of our most popular clips from a past interview. This week, Lewis Hamilton. What you're about to listen to is trending this week on our Facebook page. Hope you enjoy. What I was unaware of was, I mean, how sore the driving will make your neck Mm -hmm. at times. What have you done over the years to strengthen your neck with the the weight and the helmet and all of that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, uh, you know, most people I meet, particularly people that don't get to watch Formula One or who have just begun watching Formula One, or even like particularly in the states, when I go and meet people and they're like, I didn't know that, that I'll be talking to them and I say, yeah, I lose, I can lose nine, ten pounds in the race, and they're like, what? No way! I, I was like, I just thought you just sat there and just drove like. You can lose nine or ten pounds in a race. Yeah, sometimes I lose, like, Malaysia, I always lose around ten pounds in that race. How how hot is it? I mean, uh, I don't know, it's bloody roasting. Okay. uh, And it's humid, like 100% humidity. There's no air, cool air coming in, so you're on thermal underwear, suit, gloves, balaclava, helmet, and it's just, like, working out in the sauna for an hour and a half. And um, it's crazy. So there's, like, probably three three races that is it's uh four uh, ten pounds nine eight pounds and then the other races are generally like five pounds they lose through the race but um it's the physical g-force that you pull through through all the corners so you're pulling a multiple of your body weight and to be able to hold your body up whilst you're having those forces pull on your legs and your core and then afterwards you have all these pains in your body and your muscles tense uh, tightness and all those kind of things so you have to have a lot of physio so that's what you have to work on. And the neck, when I first got to Formula 1, geez, I did three days of driving and I couldn't hold my head up after the half, halfway through the first day. <laughs> um, and so what you do is you get, I had a helmet and I put uh, 22 pounds on top and you lay, lay off a, a table or a bench and you do multiple reps just to build your neck up. So my neck grew like an inch and a half when I first got to Formula 1. And then since then, you know, at the end of the season, you only have two months off it kind of shrinks and then, you, then the next time it comes up and so you're just conditioning strength and conditioning what do you think about when racing uh just think about winning just think about winning yeah i think about winning um uh you know i mean you ever daydream not when you're racing though no. when, when you're practicing sometimes okay uh in winter testing because it gets kind of boring <laughs> like you could be thinking about i'm thinking anything. about yeah you could be thinking about food. You could be thinking about the next time you're gonna go and party. The next movie you're gonna go and see. And while you're driving around the track at a yeah, couple well, hundred miles practice, an hour. It, it, yeah, because like down the straight, because it can, it gets kind of you're like on autopilot in practice in testing. But on the race weekend, no, because every bit of feedback you get, every bump, every sign, uh, breaking point, all these different things, you got to collect all that information to then translate to your team, so to get to decide where you're going to take the car balance. So you can't, there's no time for that kind of thing. What will you see during a race when you're driving a couple hundred miles an hour? Surprisingly, you see everything. And it's interesting you say that too, because we taped an episode with Mario Andretti, and I, I remember him saying, it, you know, if somebody had a red shirt in mm-hmm. the, the crowd, he could pick out a, a specific person. I mean, can you? Uh, I don't look at the people. Okay. I, you know, naturally, it's like, you. It's like your vision, uh, for some reason, like when you get into a car, it's like you go into hyperdrive and all of a sudden your vision opens and you see 
so much. Like I can see the dude over here walking and, and all, you know, and see what he's wearing. But I won't be, but when I'm on, so when I'm on the track, I have to be able to choose which parts I want to take and store and use. So breaking points, bumps, skid marks, uh, different tones of grass, different color of the, of the, of the white stripe, the white line, the, the, um, the signposts, the fence color, all these kind of things you point out and things that you use for references of braking, speed, uh, to judge your distance between braking and, and the corner. So I, the, the, the crowd is not something I look at. As always, thanks for listening. To see more trending clips from my team, go to youtube.com slash Graham Bensinger.